Hello, this is Ken Root, and the subject is the current situation in the fertilizer industry, primarily focusing on phosphate coming in from overseas as it relates to farmers. Corn in the Midwest right now is worth over $8 a bushel, soybeans over 17 That's enough to get anyone's attention, as it's only the second time such prices have been offered. But this is an unusual year without high prices. Spring is late in the Midwest. Drought is prevalent in the Southern Plains and the West. There's inflation at 40-year highs. Land prices recently exploded upward. And there's a war in Eastern Europe that could destabilize agricultural supplies and trade for the foreseeable future. Now back to fertilizer. My guest is the Chief Growth Officer for OCP North America, Kevin Kim. Kevin, welcome to this podcast. Thank you, Ken. Tell me, as we uh, get you ready to orient us on your perspective from the fertilizer industry, um, I see that OCP North America is a Moroccan company, and uh, you're the uh, U.S. base of that. Um, What's the background and history on your company? Yes, uh, we're based out of Morocco, and OCP is one of the world's largest phosphate producers globally. We uh, ship and market product in five continents. And we have a long-term rock supply to ensure that we have high-quality phosphates for not only the U.S. farmer, but farmers globally around the world. Well, we normally don't think of where the fertilizer comes from offshore, but um, for the U.S. farmer, a majority of our fertilizer, doesn't it come from outside the United States? Yes, a majority of the fertilizer is needed from outside the United States to ensure that there's adequate imports for reliable supply. And Morocco is is based uh, in a great relationship with the United States and a very short uh, period from a shipment perspective. Uh, Literally within 15 days, uh, phosphate fertilizer can arrive from Morocco into uh, Louisiana. Well, Back in the Trump administration, we had embargoes placed on a number of products around the world, uh, primarily offsetting China. Um, But Morocco got into this as well, or the fertilizer industry got into this as well. I didn't think Morocco really had a dog in this fight. Why did they impose these import restrictions and tariffs on you? Yeah, that's a great question. So the Department of Commerce made a final decision of roughly almost 20% of uh, countervailing duty on Moroccan fertilizer. And we're, as OCP, we're appealing this case. Uh, We feel that the information was wrongly positioned, and we're committed to the U.S. farmer ensuring there's reliable supply. If you take a look at the U.S. market today, imports are a vital need for reliable supply to create cost efficiency, and to ensure that the ag retailers can supply the needed phosphates for the farmer. How short is the U.S. farmer now? I mean, you're, are you based in Minneapolis? Yes, we're based in Minneapolis. That is correct. So you'd have a pretty good feel for the Midwest. How short is the U.S. farmer now on phosphate compared to what they normally expect to put on in tonnage? And then if you wouldn't mind answering the question, how much higher is it than last year in price? 
Yeah, so it's almost 3x the price from a year ago. And, and part of that is due just to trade flows changing because of countervailing duties that were imposed. Uh, from a shortness perspective, I think farmers today are really uh, looking at, number one, their, their, their input costs. If you take a look at, to your point, corn at $8, soybeans $17, that's phenomenal. If you don't have access to the reliable supply of MAP, VAP, and specialty products, that inhibits you know the farmer. As far as I can tell, every farm state legislator has responded to the government saying, get rid of these duties uh, on fertilizer because our farmers have to have it to increase their yield to the norm and to drive the price down. Why don't you think that has been done in a new administration that seems to be reversing most everything that the Trump administration did? You know, that's a great question, Ken. You know, we're very um, optimistic that the voices of the U.S. farmers and the voices of the agriculture community, whether it's National Corn Growers, Soybean Association, uh, congressmen, senators, that have proactively um, opposed a, um, the government on these CBDs. So I think there is an opportunity uh, for the voices of the farmer to be heard, and more importantly, the ag community. And if you go to standwithusfarmers.com, it really uh, illustrates the information and the factual information of this current situation and how the farmer and the agriculture community can be heard to relieve um, the duties so we can allow you know, reliable supply and imports into the U.S., one of the things about these um, duties that seemed to not be understood when they were first imposed, it appeared that it was punishing the country that was shipping the product to us. But if you wouldn't mind working through the reality of where the money goes, uh, I would appreciate it because it appears to me it more punishes the end buyer than anyone else and benefits the government greatly on the amount of money that goes into their coffers. You know, Ken, that's a, that's a, that's a great point. If I could give you just a, a brief background, if you look at the global phosphate production, you basically have five manufacturers globally. You have one uh, that's very large in the United States, that's the Mosaic Organization. You have Saudi Arabia, which is modern. You have Russia, you have Morocco, and you have China. Currently, in the United States, due to the CBD, no one can import product except for Saudi Arabia. So with that said, that does impact uh, the pocketbooks of the U.S. farmer. And if you look at Mosaic, they actually produce um, a, a large portion, but they also export up to 45% of their U.S. production into Brazil, India, and other countries. So the need for uh, trade flows and the need for reliable supply is very critical for the U.S. farmer to compete with the Brazilian farmer. So you're saying that Mosaic exports phosphate and therefore the farmer in the U.S. is short. So they, they import your phosphate from Morocco. Why don't we just stop exports rather than um, put tariffs on imports? You know, that, that's a great question. And a lot of organizations that are producing do need to export to run their facilities at a certain efficiency. And that's why there's, you know, trade flows um, globally in an S&D, a supply and demand model. And, you know, I was born and raised in a farming operation in Iowa, and that's still obviously uh, being utilized today. And I always pose the question, could you imagine as a U.S. farmer, if we couldn't export our grain 
out of the United States to China and up Brazil and other countries or receive imports. That's uh, where the agriculture community is successful, is having the freedom uh, of free trade. I'd say the blood pressure level of people listening to this has gotten a little higher during these moments. Um, But I got to wrap this up with, is it too late for this year to really matter right now? I mean, in a normal year, it would be in much of the country. So are we behind the curve to the point we're not going to catch up in 2022? You know, we are behind the curve, especially for spring application uh, here and now. You know, the farmers will be in the field currently in the next three to four weeks. uh, The spring season will be completed. But the voice of the farmer and the voice of the ag retail community in the agriculture sector can be heard to help prepare the situation for this coming fall application season. And OCP, we're committed to the U.S. farmer. We're in this for the long term. And we're, we're appealing this case with the government so we can become, once again, a reliable supplier to the U.S. farmer in the ag sector. Let me ask you a question from another perspective. I'm pretty familiar with the uh, Fertilizer Institute, all the combined fertilizer companies in the United States. Is your position aligned with theirs, or is there a rift within it of those who want to export and those who want to keep imports from coming in unless they pay tariffs? Okay, that's a great question. You know, and every business has has a different view. And I'll just come back to what we're focused on as OCP is to ensure that for the long term, with our, our rock supply, the, one of the highest quality rocks in the world with over 400 plus years of reserves, is that we can be committed to the United States market uh, for reliable phosphate su- supply. Well, to finish this up, the farmer's got to make his own call. And uh, those of you who are the suppliers are are large and few, and farmers are small and many, um, relatively speaking. So again, if farmers want to get the government to reverse these um, import uh, duties, what do you recommend they do? I recommend that they go to the website, standwithusfarmers.com. Your voices can be heard. You can learn more about this uh, situation how it impacts your personal farming operation and have the voice. And I would like to say to all the farmers, thank you for all uh, you do. We, we need you and we appreciate your, your leadership in the ag sector and uh, helping us feed the world. Kevin Kim, you're the chief growth officer for OCP North America. We're going to put this out immediately here. And I do appreciate your time and your expertise in talking with us. Thank you very much, Ken. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I am still interested in everything that has to do with agriculture. I was only asked to do this in a general letter sent out by the fertilizer industry. I received nothing for this other than just the opportunity myself to get answers to questions of what's going on in the fertilizer industry. As you could probably tell without my analysis, uh, they're not all on the same page. There is fertilizer that could be used in the U.S. that's exported to other countries. And the uh, tariffs remain, even though they don't seem to differentiate a great deal, except Saudi Arabia gets a free ride on what they ship into the United States. The rest of it appears to be still placed under tariff to punish China.